Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real, Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep-free trial and a 10-year warranty, so you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code IDO for an exclusive 35% off. Because every mom deserves a good night's sleep, and with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash I do. Hey guys, hope you're having a great day today. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
I got a great show for you today where I welcome Terry Lenowski. And Terry is a TEDx speaker and founder of Soulful Listening. And she has a master's in educational psychology from the University of Nebraska. And today we talk about how to listen better. We're approaching nearly 400 episodes, and I don't believe we've had an episode completely dedicated to listening, which is hard to believe, but we got one for you now. I really enjoyed this conversation with Terry. We talk about how to become a better listener. She outlines the five ways to do that, and we get into all kinds of really great details you'll be able to apply to your relationship and what to do if your partner is really not that great at listening and you might be feeling like you want them to listen to this episode. So certainly there's some things that you can do and put into action and then also maybe suggest that your partner check this out and Terry gives us some ideas on how to talk to our partner and navigate a situation where we feel our partner might not be that great at listening. I really enjoyed this conversation with Terry. I hope you guys do too. As always, thank you so much for tuning in, leaving those five-star reviews on iTunes. If you listen to this show and you like the show, it's super helpful. If you guys go in there and leave those reviews, it's just social proof, helps us spread the word. And we're just right here along with you getting this great advice from our guests. I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to do that. So thank you guys so much. Enjoy today's show. Hi, Terry. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Hi, Chase. I am super excited to be here and have a conversation with you today. Today, we're going to talk about listening and in particular, deep listening, soulful listening, as you call it. And I think we talked about in the pre-show that we've never done a full episode just on listening. And obviously, it's a huge part of being a human and showing up in relationships better is our ability to listen. And I know I can certainly improve my listening. So let's dive into listening. And maybe we could start with why you're passionate about this particular area. You've done a TED Talk on it. You do a lot of work in soulful listening. And then we'll talk about how to do it better. Oh, thanks, Chase. You know, uh, listening is just such a critical part of quality relationships. And, you know, it bridges all types of relationships, whether it be in work or with your children or with a romantic partner. And what inspired me, I was doing some work for uh, the U.S. Department of Labor and was a consultant. And we had teams from across the nation that were working on human-centered design. And at the core of human-centered design is empathy. And I saw programs flip on their ear and be incredibly transformed. And we ended up in the White House a couple of times to showcase these innovations. And then I sat and I thought, as powerful as empathy is, there are still missing pieces. And then I was reviewing some research and one of the key takeaways from that was the fact that over half of the American population is lonely. And the health implications are equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. And so I just couldn't sit silent and 
ignore that fact. And so I, I just kind of explored, you know, what makes my relationships different? What, what was gifted to me along the way uh, that helped me to understand how to connect on a deeper level? And it stems all the way back to my childhood. And I grew up in the second floor of a stately mansion in a small country town of Auburn, Nebraska, population 3000. And it sounds very glamorous to be living in the upstairs of a mansion. But my family had turned the first floor into a bustling restaurant with banging and clanging and late night bar crowds beneath my bedroom every night. And what I wanted more than anything was to be heard and seen. And certainly my parents were not able to do that. But fortunately, I had one person that did, and that was my grandma Helga. And in her presence, it was as though we were in a safe, warm, delicious bubble. And savory aromas wafting in from the kitchen added extra comfort. And all of this, her presence, her ability to listen in a way that was beyond normal, beyond customary, beyond average, uh, really was pivotal in changing the trajectory of my life. Uh, when I was in high school, my senior guidance counselor uh, said to me, uh, Terry, you're a small town girl. You get lost in a big city like Lincoln, Nebraska. Your best bet is to go to secretarial school and work for your family restaurant. And that was a death sentence for my spirit. And so I turned to Grandma Helga to sort through that lie. And she was a woman with great resilience, accomplished work-wise, resilient, as I said, uh, twice widowed, and her words carried weight. And so she said to me, Terry, look at all I've done without education. Think of what you can do with it. And in that moment, the trajectory of my life shifted forever. And I went on to earn a master's degree in educational psychology from the University of Nebraska, Lincoln. And it eventually go on to chair the American Counseling Association Foundation, which represented over 50,000 professional counselors nationwide. And so the reason that I mentioned this in the context of what we're talking about today is that a single soulful listening connected conversation has the power to transform a life in a relationship. And when we're looking at intimate relationships, you know, sometimes we have a prescribed script that will run through our heads and we'll think, oh, he'll say this, I'll say that, it's going to end like this, which never turns out well. And it really limits intimacy and connection. And so that's what inspired me to begin with. And I'm wondering if it might be helpful for me to kind of breeze through the five different elements of soulful listening. Yes, we want to learn how to listen like your grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grandma Helga was an inspiration to everyone that came in contact with her. That is for sure. And, you know, through her example and inspiration and through evolving these concepts throughout my lifetime, you know, it feels like it's, it's a gift of hers given through me to the world now. And so let's, let's go ahead and do that. So one of the things that, um, made Grandma Helga so available was the fact that she exercised self-care. 
And self-care is the first element of soulful listening. And we rarely focus on the fact that self-care is the foundational block for all quality communication and conversations. And so self-care is more than a bubble bath, although it may be that at some point. But it's really looking at things like, how am I talking to myself? You know, what's the loop that's going on in my head? Setting healthy boundaries. Of course, taking care of your physical well-being. I imagine we've all had times when we've eaten well for a few days, gotten enough rest. And when that happens, Chase, aren't you more emotionally available for others? Absolutely. For sure. If I'm hungry and tired, I'm, it's hard to listen. <laughs> oh, it's so true because we're human. And so really taking care of ourselves in the way that we've just discovered is a gift you give not only to yourself, but to everyone you come in contact with. And that leads us to the second element of soulful listening, which is becoming fully present. And I imagine we can all think of situations where we can almost see a bubble above a person's head with a laundry list of things they're thinking about, not us. We, we feel it. We feel it. And so when we say becoming fully present, sometimes that may sound a little abstract. So I would love to guide you and your listeners through an activity I love to share at my live events. And I practice myself. Are you okay with that? Yes, please. So what we're going to do, we're going to take three very intentional breaths. And we'll breathe in through our nose. We'll hold. And then we'll breathe out through our mouth. And we'll do this in a, a very specific way. We'll breathe in to the count of three. And then we'll breathe out to the count of six. And so... We're going to begin now. And as we're doing this, I invite you to notice the warmth in your heart area and also to maybe wiggle your toes, just be in your body. So let's begin. Breathe in through your nose. One, two, three, hold. And out through your mouth. One, two, three, four. Again, into your nose, hold, out through your mouth, and a third time, into your nose, one, two, three, and out through your mouth, one, two, three, four, five, six. Now notice how your body feels. Wiggle those toes again. So we are more fully in our bodies now. Could you feel a difference, Chase? I feel way better, more just yeah. relaxed. Yeah. And so the energy has changed between the two of us, and I'm imagining your listeners too. So when we take care of ourselves and provide ourselves our essential needs, and we become fully present, we bring a quality of grace and compassion into every interaction. 
And this sets us up with the third element of soulful listening. And it's kind of a, if, the, if these two had a child, empathy and active listening, it would be this element of soulful listening. And it's where we're all in. And we're listening with every fiber of our being, through all of our senses, through our intuition, our eyes, our ears. And the Urban Dictionary defines this type of listening as quantum listening. And when we connect and listen on this deeper level, when we're really all in, without judgment, we're just paying attention to another person, we often gain insights into how we might be helpful to another. Or in a relationship, like a romantic relationship, maybe we see a blind spot that we hadn't discovered before. When we let our guard down and we're not defensive, we really are fully present. We're open to the possibility of the conversation unfolding as it may. And this leads us to the fourth element of soulful listening, which is inspired action. When we gain insights, especially when we enter into a conversation with a higher degree of emotional intelligence. And, you know, I I had given the example before, rather than prescribing or playing out a script in your head ahead of time, just go ahead and allow the conversation to be what it is. And maybe enter into that conversation with a couple of high quality open-ended questions. And so the inspired action, you may get an insight from your partner on how you might be helpful to them, or if it's in a work setting, how you might be helpful to a person in your work setting or how you may help to elevate their idea. Or with children, you may see something that you can do on their behalf that will help to elevate their life and to move their life along a trajectory that is really high quality for them. And so inspired action, you offer your assistance, you offer something, no strings attached. And then the fifth element is the feedback loop. That's when you let a person know that you've taken this inspired action. And just imagine with me for a minute, these five elements repeating themselves. And as they do, the next time you go into a conversation, when you know you've been heard, your interaction has been maybe taken action upon, you feel safe to really maybe even more fully share parts of yourself. And so again, as the cycle repeats itself, it embeds integrity within relationships. And so anyway, that's just a broad brush overview, Chase. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it all the time as my easy go-to meal. And then all of a sudden, there was a ton of messaging out there telling me that I shouldn't eat carbs and that I shouldn't eat bread and that bread is bad. And I hate to admit it, but I cut out bread entirely for the longest time. And it wasn't until recently that I started to understand that not all bread is created equal. 
Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. They've remade carby, empty-calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. I highly recommend that you give their bread a try. They're giving Relationship Advice listeners 10% off when you visit hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. I was so excited to discover Hero Bread. It's truly amazing. And they've made a product that is tasty and soft while having zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar and high in fiber. I'm not going to lie. Their white bread is so good and it makes the best tomato and mozzarella sandwich. Last week, Stella and I were back in Florida visiting our family and we all walked to the lake and the only bread we had in the house was Hero Bread. So we grabbed a slice, walked to the lake, and by the time we got there, Stella had eaten the whole piece of bread and of course, wanted more. So the poor ducks didn't get any Hero Bread, but Stella did. Since I had cut out bread for a while, every time I ate low quality bread, my body felt bad. It felt bloated and I didn't feel great. But with Hero Bread, I feel good after eating it, which makes my life so much easier because now I can go back to my easy grab and go sandwiches when I'm on the run. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. That's I do at H-E-R-O If you're tuning into today's show, you're probably aware that mental health and relationship challenges are a part of life, but they don't have to define you and you're not alone. If you've ever wished that you could join a conversation with an expert and call into a show in a similar vein as relationship advice, here's an opportunity for you. If you're navigating something messy, call the Dr. John Deloney show. His show recently hit top five of all podcasts on Apple Podcasts and for a good reason. With a PhD in counseling and two decades of experience sitting with people, Dr. Deloney brings practical advice on how to connect with others, face depression, overcome anxiety, and find true wellness. This caller-driven show tackles real-life issues from relationships to emotional well-being. Dr. Deloney walks alongside people just like you as they navigate tough decisions. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney Show is here for you. Send your questions, leave a voicemail at 844-693-3291 or email askjohn at ramseysolutions.com. They want to talk to you. Listen to the Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on our website. Thank you for setting this foundation. This is great to think about and obviously easier said than done, like a lot of things that we're trying to implement here. And especially in the context of a relationship when there's conflict, right? You say, allowing the conversation to be not thinking about the next thing you want to say. I know that's something I'm trying to work on in everyday listening, but certainly it feels the hardest when you're in conflict and the other person's talking and it's like, you're not even hearing it because you're trying to think of your response or to defend yourself. So what would you say 
uh, as a tip besides just the presence of allowing it to be, but something else that will help us, especially when, when we're heated or angry or upset to really come into ourselves and allow the conversation to flow and not to just be thinking of our response. That is a powerful, great, deep question. So let's let's unpack it in a couple of different ways. Uh, let's say you are the one that is wanting to have this conversation about a high stakes topic and maybe one that is emotionally charged. One thing I would offer as a suggestion is to really be mindful about your the timing of that sort of a conversation. Uh, for example, as you both are coming home from a long day, demanding in all sorts of ways, that is not the time to just pounce on a topic that is highly charged. So that would be one thing, you know, just, just allow yourself the wisdom to all things considered, pick a moment that would be more ideal. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, just thinking through a possible way of kind of guiding that. And that may be, you know, I have something that, you know, that is really important. When would you have like 10 minutes? When would a good 10 minutes be for us to have a conversation about, you know, fill in the blank and to just have that be where, where your partner is allowed the opportunity uh, to offer some, say so, and when they are going to be open, or at least as open as they can be. So that would be, that would be one, one suggestion. And another is to, you know, to notice when you are triggered, and maybe just be honest about it. I am feeling triggered right now. I'm telling myself a story that I know isn't going to be helpful how about if we circle back to this in a half hour? And so it's, it's again, you know, part of the self-care is setting healthy boundaries. And self-awareness is part of emotional intelligence. When you realize that, okay, I'm, I'm a player in this, this story that's going on, this dynamic that's happening. And what might I do to, uh, you know, set us both up for the best possible outcome. And that's, you know, that's real adult, adulting, as they say. And, and you do have power when you approach interactions in this way. I love getting this information and, and implementing it. But yeah, sometimes it's frustrating because we know, not all the time, but we know what to do. We know Okay, you know, don't react, respond, try to be present. But then those emotions come in and they get the better of us sometimes. And and that's where personally I try to be kind to myself and say, okay, it's okay. You got angry. You didn't respond how you would like to. Moving on. Do it next time. Because then I think that can be a cycle I find uh, just personally with all these things that we're trying to implement. Right. And if I might offer uh, another suggestion, you know, you, you keyed in on being kind to yourself. Well, that's part of the self-talk too, and realize that we're all human. And when we're introduced to new concepts, sometimes it can feel a little overwhelming and soulful listening 
although it's simple to understand, is I'm able to articulate it in a way that others really get what I'm saying and practice over time, one incremental step at a time helps like, like an athlete to build a muscle. So this would be like a listening muscle, so to speak. And I might suggest starting out maybe in lower stakes conversation, you know, just get into the practice. Okay. What does it feel like when I just pause, take a couple of breaths and really listen to what somebody's saying? What insights do I gain when that happens? What action might I take? And then what does the other person feel like when I let them know I've done this? And just, you know, just try that out and get some momentum in that direction. And then as far as the self-care, uh, let's, let's just realize the psychology of humanity. When we have taken care of ourselves, we're able to access more of, of, who, we, of who we are. Uh, you know, more of our intelligence, more of our emotional range. Uh, and so that is something to, to really take into account, you know, to fill yourself up, so to speak, uh, on, a, on a pretty regular basis. And we're all, you know, leading demanding lives, or most of us are, and realizing that it doesn't mean that you need to go and sit in a lotus position on the sofa for four hours a day. But what it does mean is to be aware of when you are filling your cup up <laughs> or uh, fueling your self-care. Maybe, maybe you've gone out and you're walking your dog and you need to do that like three times a day anyway. And so when you're out there walking the dog, be more aware of your surroundings. Notice some area that's beautiful, maybe a flower that you've walked by a hundred times, maybe a sculpture that you've seen, maybe the sky with a puffy clouds. And just realize how that adds to you as well. What would you tell someone listening who has a partner who, in their opinion, is not a good listener? And I think that's going to be a pretty common thing because obviously someone Tuning into this is trying to improve themselves, which is great. And it's positive to want to become a better listener. I'm sure there's people who are like, yeah, I, I want to do that. But man, my partner, <laughs> they're so far from this. I feel like they don't listen. They're always distracted and that they would never listen to a podcast like this because they're not interested. What would you tell that person? They could say, listen, I listen to this really interesting podcast about listening that's a start. But then what if they're not really receptive to doing that? There is a power in, you know, taking care of our own energy. And so, I mean, I've, I've experienced this, you know, many times when you are, you know, breathing. Just see how that, what a difference that can make. When you're in your body, you're breathing, you're committed to just, um, you know, like, tuning down your triggers for the moment and just test it out. Sometimes that can make, make a big difference. You know, if, if a couple is experiencing, you know, really, really challenging, you know, um, spiraling down uh, behaviors, I mean, maybe at that point it's time for a professional intervention, you know, from a counselor or a psychologist or a therapist. So I'm, I'm not going to say that, that, 
you know, I'm not going to prescribe anything, you know, that would would necessarily uh, be affected in that situation. But I, I believe that in all relationships, uh, listening can make a difference. You know, there there's a preponderance of people that do not feel heard and it's painful. And so, you know, kind of check in with yourself. Am I really listening myself? And am I going to change another person? I I, you know, I don't know if, um, you know, how effective that is. But we certainly can, you know, take care of our side of the street and look at developing our own skills and realizing that so many people do not feel heard and maybe trying uh, to connect with another person that maybe you don't have, um, you know, like absolute expectations out of like, oh, he should act like this or it's all over, uh, you know, like maybe pick or she should like get it together, but maybe pick it, you know, a relationship that is maybe on okay grounds that could get on better grounds. Does that make sense rather than, uh, you know, seeing this as a, as a magic wand, but I have seen this be so powerful and sometimes just, people being aware, oh gosh, you know, I was thinking of doing the laundry and doing the paperwork that I need to do and, you know, worrying about what I'm going to do the next three days when I was having a conversation and just, you know, authentically look at that. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Money is one of the biggest stressors in relationships. While worrying about it doesn't help a ton, Earnin actually does. Our sponsor, Earnin, is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Many couples end up fighting about finances, especially when surprise costs arise. Earnin allows you to seamlessly deal with that unexpected trip to the vet or the last minute gift for loved ones without any stress, letting you and your partner focus on what really matters. Earnin is helping millions of Americans to feel self-sufficient and to worry and fight less about money. All of this without debt trap, mandatory fees, or credit checks. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download Earnin app, type in relationship advice under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's relationship advice under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. When you work full-time, have kids, and run a podcast, it's hard to make time for a multiple-step skincare protocol. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. Let me repeat it. They make it easy 
No complicated routine, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. If you're looking for skincare products that are simple and effective, for a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase when using the code IDO when you check out at oneskin.co. I've been using OneSkin's body lotion for about a month and I've already seen noticeable improvements with small wrinkles and textures on my skin, specifically on the back of my neck and the back of my hands, two places where I get a lot of sun. Plus, my skin looks and feels healthier all around. It's all thanks to OneSkin's revolutionary OS-01 peptide, the first ingredient proven to deactivate aging cells responsible for lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. Unlike traditional skincare products that only mask symptoms, OneSkin pioneered a new approach integrating tissue engineering and cutting-edge science to enhance skin biology for lasting resilience against aging. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using the code IDO at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code IDO. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Absolutely. And we've talked about this before on the show of just staying in your lane and and focusing on the things that you can do. And that has an ability to benefit the relationship, whether or not your partner's doing it, and maybe just rub off on them. It's like, I can think of times to go with listening that you're with someone who is soulfully listening to you there there's eye contact they don't seem distracted and it kind of like brings your awareness to like wow (laughs) they're really good at this listening i'm going to try to be good for them when they start talking Uh, does that make sense Oh, it absolutely does. And it's, you know, it's almost as though we entrain ourselves, we match those that we're around or others will match us. And so when we model that higher level of listening and deeper listening and communicating in in a very caring, very real way, I mean, there is a, you know, it's almost like a salve over the whole interaction. There's just like a, a there's a, there's a calming sweetness that comes to that. And that's something we can, you know, participate in. How do you think of eye contact when it comes to listening? I, I just bring that up because I had this interaction with someone a couple months ago, just casually talking at a party. And they just had this amazing focus in their eyes. I especially noticed, and I, it drew me in, in that sense of me wanting to reciprocate and have that eye contact and to listen deeply. Is there any research or have you thought or talked about the eyes when it comes to listening and interacting? Eyes are the window to the soul, so they say. But uh, but certainly that makes so much sense. You know, as humans, we are hardwired to thrive when we feel seen and heard and supported by others, period. And so a message that we send to another that we are really tuning into them would be that eye contact, would be the body language. 
And then soulful listening is beyond that. It's when you're really, really tuning in and maybe there's a nuance, maybe there is something that was said, maybe the way it was said, you get an insight. And so imagine being heard in that way, how validating that is. And of course you would be drawn to a person like that because again, our human nature is to thrive. And so we want to thrive. We want to be heard and seen and supported. And so when we can be the source of that for another and the reciprocation, you know, kicks off and, and the momentum builds, it's beautiful. Yeah. I, I think it's really powerful to help with presence and, and listening in general. I, this is all anecdotal and just through my experience, but I recommend implementing a lot of these tools, all of the tools that you've mentioned, but maybe a place to start is just bringing that present awareness in eye contact. I, I don't know that that seemed to be a easy thing to focus on that kind of helped line everything else up. Like my attention zeroed in, in a sense, especially during that conversation, thanks to the other person kind of initiating it. So I don't know, I'm not the one here giving advice necessarily as a professional, but through my experience, that might be valuable for, for those of you out there trying to become better listeners. Right. And our experience teaches us, you know, and so if that is working for you and it is positive and constructive, then I would say certainly develop that even further. And and so when we look at like the soulful listening approach, it's really a holistic approach to communicating on a deeper level. And, you know, when we look at the self-care, you know, so many of us are just frantic with our own life demands, but if we can slow it down just a notch and pay attention to the self-care and then take a couple of breaths as you're entering into a conversation, all, all meaningful conversations, and then listen in that way, in that quantum listening way with empathy and active listening. And part of active listening is the eye contact that you've mentioned and is the leaning forward. It is, you know, really tuning into a person. And then when, when we get an insight into how we might be helpful to another, I mean, that just validates another person. And it also helps us to understand, you know, one of our roles in, in this thing we call life. And the Dalai Lama expresses it so beautiful, beautifully. And it's uh, our primary purpose in this life is to help others. And then when we can let them know, the fifth element, we, we can let them know that we have done that. It just kind of settles down the whole nervous system because people are, have not fallen off into the abyss wondering, wonder if they even heard me, wonder if they even did anything. And so when you have this repeating itself, you know, it helps, it helps us to really connect on even deeper levels, the next, next go round. And it helps others to feel confident with you and within your interactions. Well, Terry, I've really enjoyed this conversation. I think it's such valuable information. And I'm actually listening to the book of joy that the Dalai Lama is featured in. And he says, 
the definition of a successful life or a successful day is doing good or, or helping others. And then he would say, if you can't do that, than just not doing harm to others. So yeah. I really like that because it's like, you know, it's like you don't have to be a hero and help everyone. And you could just have a successful day by not hurting anyone. And that I think includes ourselves in that. But I just wanted to mention that because you brought up that quote from him, which may or may not, I'm sure he said it a bunch of times, but uh, I just listened to it in the book of joy, which I want to mention, I actually met the author serendipitously in the supermarket here in Costa Rica a couple months ago. And that's what got me to listen to the book, which was really beautiful interaction. At any rate, Terry, thank you so much. Before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online? And if there's anything that we skipped over or that you want to emphasize, and then we'll say goodbye. Uh, I'm going to go with the what to emphasize first. And that would be to start small. Start with one conversation over the course of this next week. Tune in. Take care of yourself and see how that turns out. One conversation, pick a person, pick the topic, and do that over the course of this next week. And then simple pearl of wisdom that I'll offer is take a breath and listen. The place I can be found... Uh, is at my website, which is soulfullistening.com, all one word, soulfullistening.com. And one thing listeners may want to take a, a quick look at is I recently did a TEDx talk. And so if you'll, you know, search for my name under TEDx, uh, you'll find, find a talk and you can uh, have these concepts readily available to you. Well, thank you so much, Terry. Our listeners can find the links in our show notes and on our website at idopodcast.com. And thanks for taking the time to come on the show today. It's my absolute pleasure and honor. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, and while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge, we really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners if you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. We've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day.
You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.